Abraham Lincoln. Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Welcome to episode 288 of the Augie Here podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my two changeling co-hosts. Hey, what's up? It's Ash. And it's Joe! Hello, everyone. This is it's a, it's a banter episode with your cinema grimoire pals today. Uh, Colt and Wenzel, they're off on a little trip this week. Uh, they'll be back. And so it's, it's us, uh, it's, our, it's our turn to have a very special, secluded, individualized episode, much like they did. They, and we do appreciate them for uh, taking over the show while Joe and I weren't, weren't able to participate. Uh, but please go back and check out our episode where we covered volume two of foreign horror films. There's a lot of really good stuff on the episode, so go check out that and listen to their hard work and discuss a lot of really good really spooky movies <laughs> i mean I, I, just to be completely honest i'm still in the spooky mood even though we're past halloween now but the spooky will never die this is a spooky household spooky never dies perpetually spooky Ooh. halloween was a bust this year so for me yeah we need more and like i feel like for me personally, I didn't get to really indulge in the, the horror and the spooky content like I wanted to because we were so busy last month. Yeah. True. Just from like general like personal stuff and like you know, starting a second channel, AYC is extra, mm-hmm. go check out that out. <laughs> this is where you can find episodes of Cinema Grimoire, Backlog Boys and other stuff to throw that plug in there. But I definitely want to use the remainder of the year to just indulge in spooky content until I'm satisfied. That's fair. That's a good plan. You have any particular spooky stuff in mind? Uh, that's my spooky <laughs> needs are broad and nebulous. I mean, I, I've been adding more and more movies to my watch list. Uh, one I I added today is um, Leaf Jonker's Darkness. It is it's a a movie from 1993. It's a very humble, very low budget uh, vampire movie. It's it's more akin to a zombie movie in terms of like how the monsters react. But like this movie was made for like fifteen dollars, and it has like the most just like gore drenched like affair you could possibly think of. That does sound really cool. I'm and, in. And like just just the trailer I saw on on YouTube, it's like man, this looks like it's fucking bonkers i've never heard of that uh the layer to <laughs> the layer to white worm from 1988 okay. which is quite possibly one of the horniest horror movies ever made yeah so i've heard i mean there's literally a point where like hugh grant is like nailed to a cross where this giant snake is like surrounding his naked body and there's like a woman with giant tits and like a latex bodice and there's like 
a giant floating demon head and just like horny energy for days. Yep. Okay, I'm in. Was, was that the movie I sent you that had like the weird visuals and shit? Or am I thinking of something else? Um, Either I sent it to you or you sent it to me. Because I, I remembered that in our personal uh, Twitter exchange. Yeah. Uh, 1998 also, uh, Brain Damage. Okay. About the young man with an alien in his brain. Which apparently is on Criterion. Holy shit. Really? Hell yeah. Classy horror. <laughs> Uh, phenomena with uh, starring Jennifer Connelly. I think I've seen that. I've, I've Dario Dario Argento. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The movies that inspired the Clock Tower game series. Mm. Hmm. About it. That is a ga- that's a game series I've always wanted to get into. I mean, I've I've always been curious. But I know, like especially the old games is like it takes a very specific level of like patience and fastidiousness because. You're pretty much helpless the entire game. Your only way to to play is just to survive and like run away from this like horrible tiny person with a giant pair of scissors. Yeah. Snip, snip. Ugh. Yeah, and I think it's just like it starts out as like a point and point and click adventure game. Yeah. So, uh, as for y'all, was there anything uh, on your on your list you want to catch up with and sort of to ex- to extend the spooky season uh, even further? Um, I know I didn't watch Trick or Treat this year, like during October, just because I time got away from me. So I have to do that. Um, well, it's recently that, got a, a, a theatrical release this year for the first time ever. It did, which is really cool. Um, not here, of course, because we couldn't be so lucky. But other than that, just all the vampire movies, just revisiting everything I own, trying to find new stuff. I wanted to watch. It's um, Showtime has let the right one in as a show. Oh, okay. And I'm curious. Looks really good. Um, I saw the movie. I like the movie. The original movie, not the American one, which, no. But (laughs) (laughs) I just, anytime you hear the words American remake, there's like a 75% chance it's going to suck. I mean, what what are you talking about? The American remake of Old Boy is pristine. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Spike Lee, you will never be forgiven. I mean, Spike Lee has other things to answer for. That's like, that's <laughs> like middle of the list. You're not wrong. But yeah, I um, definitely want to catch up with that. Still watching Interview with the Vampire the Show, which has gotten crazy. And I love it. And I'm excited for this week's episode. It's tomorrow. Uh, as of this recording, which will be on, they'll come out on <laughs> Sunday, the show, and our episode will be on Monday. So. Talking about yesterday. That's yesterday's news, Ash. I mean, I can't be up on things. I I don't have the time. But (laughs) the show's been great so far, and it would probably be worth us watching collectively. Just I want to see your reactions compared to the movie. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I'm I'm definitely game for that. If if we want to do like a recap episode of Cinema Gringoire later because like the first official episode of Cinema Gringoire was us watching the 1994 original yeah the show definitely takes the movie and just cranks everything up to like a thousand I would be interested to see how you guys react to Claudia and the changes they've made because it's less gross by like a lot she's I think supposed to be like 14 okay it's well, and they really push, like, her and Louie being more like siblings. 
Okay. It's real. Like they stress that where it's more like a older brother slash guardian type of thing instead of the weird sexual tension. Yeah, which which that that this is already like a really weird like plot point if yeah. not handled like very specifically as as we discussed. But like I, I'm I was very curious like what they would do to sort of circumvent the more like like I guess woogity parts of the story. I think they're handling it pretty well so far. Um, they still have, I think, two episodes left, so they can completely shit the bed at the end, and they <laughs> might, but <laughs> hey, anything so can far, it's good. But yeah, I think that's the majority of my spooky season plans. Oh, also Scream. Oh, yes. the, the newest one. Because uh, was it early this year or last year? We, we went on a Scream marathon, Joe. I think it was like late last year into this year. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, did a little bit of a scream marathon. Because we, we got up to three because we were watching with Canon, you know, and then just things life. in life happened. So Joe and I, we still have to watch four and five. Mm-hmm. Mm, four. I have mixed feelings about four. It's not a bad movie. It's one of those things where if you like the franchise, you're going to know what's happening immediately. Yeah. Like, I guess the killer within probably 15 minutes. Yeah. And I, I couldn't even be mad when I got it right. It's like, eh, it's following a format. And, well, and plus, I know Screen 5 has its kind of like hits and misses depending on who you talk to. Some people's like, this yeah. is the the best one since the original, or just, or some people said it's very derivative. It, it seems like a lot of the problems people had maybe with 4 are also kind of ones they had with 5. I think so, because from what I've heard about 5... Five ties into four pretty closely. Yeah. Like, it's a continuing storyline, so I can see the problems carrying over. But regardless, I'm still intrigued to find out what happened. I mean, I know at this point in the year, because that movie came out in January, there's, like, some big stuff I already know. So I'm just like, let me just see see it unfold as it's supposed to. That makes sense. So far, I've had nothing spoiled. I have no idea how. Impressive. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see it. What were your thoughts since you guys did a marathon? How did you like three? I I like three. I think three gets unfairly maligned. Thank you. I, I'm I'm in a very similar position. I need to rewatch it because there's a good chunk of the middle I don't quite remember because I kind of fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> However, from what I remember of it, I remember enjoying it fairly well. Definitely not as much as the first two, but like I don't know. I, it's one that. One of these movies, I just think gets overhated. Yeah, that's fair because it, it it's fairly different, and it's I guess it's beats in the first two, mm-hmm. and like honestly, I really like two. Like two's my favorite. Two's definitely my favorite. It's like two, and then one and three are pretty much tied for me, honestly. And I know some people would flip out hearing that, but I like three a lot. Yeah, I felt like it was fun. I like the kills. I thought they were fairly inventive even when it was stupid <laughs> kaboom blowing up the house is my favorite part <laughs> I, I will hear no slander about blowing up the i house. have to know what the fact says <laughs> it's like it's the best culmination of like all the 90s elements possible because it's like there's a fax machine <laughs> as a plot point i mean obviously a page oh shit i gotta get a call <laughs> Yeah, like like Ghostface hacks somebody's pager and then like it, it I don't know, shoots a, a saw blade out or something. I want to know 
because I don't know a lot about Five. I want to know how they've like updated things in terms of just like how Ghostface works. Well, I know from one of the early trailers, there's a bit where I guess the the Drew Barrymore type opening kill. There's a girl who has like a home security system app that she's like, okay, home by herself. She turns it off, but then like it switches. All, all the locks turn on mm-hmm. after she un, after she locks them. So Ghostface is like hacker man. I'm in. Oh God. Which which, which like I assume because obviously Ghostface sort of progresses with technology. So yeah. like he has to have like some level of like te- technological interception. I want to see Ghostface doing TikToks. Oh God. <laughs> like exactly. He's doing like Fortnite dances and everything. <laughs> Ghostface hits the woe. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I hate it. I, for some reason, that made that reminded me of the children's choir doing uh, "Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay." How have I never seen this? Have, oh my god, it is as amazingly cringe as it sounds. Is this about to kill my soul? Uh, probably. Oh god. I, also, I just I just imagine like Ghostface like. So in the ghost face voice, say Da Vinci. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, maybe maybe that's the core. Because the killer's always two people. What if like they, they got no the, no? Well, they take off the math and it's fucking the Da Vinci brothers. Fucker, no! <laughs> I hate that. Okay, here we go. Oh, it has. <laughs> No one in that video has ever seen a black person in person. No, they have not. <laughs> like, God. We are relegated they, 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 to the internet for them. They're like, like, we've only seen the black people on the TV. <laughs> God. The TikTok and the cringe reminds me of a story I, I heard this morning. Um, I, that Rumor has it that the that Disney is planning one of their next remakes is Hercules. Hercules. And direct, to be directed by the Russo brothers... It's a TikTok musical. A, a musical, but like with TikTok structure. And JoJo's just like utter, <laughs> just just like mortification. Question: Does everyone else remember that time one of the Russos petitioned to play a gay character in Endgame? Like he's just like, I gotta play this character who's just like, yo, I'm gay. No, like. Yeah, like, it was an in-game, like, one of the Rooster Brothers, it was, like, in, like, this grief counseling circle where Captain America is, like, the the person who's, like, leading it. And it's like, yeah, my husband got Dano-dusted, and I'm sad. Yeah, and apparently it was, like, one of the first mentions of gay, like, like first, like, openly gay character in Marvel. And the Rus- this one Russo brother was just adamant. He's like, I have to play this homo. <laughs> I couldn't even keep up the look of disgust. Like, what the fuck? Why? And I it, don't know. And, like, and, and, and it's such an ancillary, like, character to be, like... To, to, honestly, to be this far into your universe and the first gay character is, like, completely unremarkable and un, unimportant to your universe at large. Like, I legit think, like, the only line he has is, like, oh, yeah, my husband got Thanos-dusted. I hate it. Yeah. Well, thank God it, it's... It, between him and the, those two lesbian pilots at the Rise of Skywalker. 
See, th- th- this is our gay representation, JoJo. Uh, okay, story time with JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working at the uh, new the new our local newspaper, uh, I was wearing like I think I had like an R two D two shirt or something on, and uh, we had this. It was this big redneck guy come in, and it was like. Yeah, man, what's up? I love Star Wars. Well, you know, we started talking begrudgingly, but, you know, it's like, okay, this guy's fairly pleasant. And, and he, he was asking me how I thought about Episode Nine because this was a right as it came out. And uh, I, I think that movie is a front to cinema. It's, uh, <laughs> Damn. They're, they're, uh, do you care about spoilers? No. Okay, so so Ray and Kylo Ren kiss. Yeah, that... Oh, tr- I have an active Tumblr account. Do you think I don't know this oh, shit? Oh, I imagine the Raylo stands were just good. Never mind that everybody in Arthur Year laughed. Like, like, we, like everyone just hee-hawed. Like, just, just like, this makes no guy... Oh, look, look, we're not getting on the Rise of Skywalker anymore. We, we've been through this. <laughs> we've been through this. However, I was like, I was like, man, our theater laughed at that, uh, that kissing scene. And, and he's like, yeah, man, I can't believe they had two women kissing. And, and, and I, it took me a minute. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I had to remember, oh, yeah, we live in Alabama, which actively hates queer people. Also, there is a scene, like, there is, like, I'm talking, like, two seconds of two women kissing in Rise of Skywalker. But, but, yeah, that was a very awkward moment where I'm like, yeah, that, that kiss was stupid, right? And he's like, yeah, and then says that. I'm like, oh, wait, we're not talking about the same thing. Yikes. Yeah, I can't I can't believe there's not an action figure for Sneer Scarpo, the, the first lesbian in space. There's almost definitely a Funko out there. Or, like, whatever. They're like, there's one of the diorama Funkos of just them kissing. <laughs> it's like... It's the like first, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars invented lesbianism. There's never been another occurrence of... <laughs> it was a freak occurrence. <laughs> of lesbians in space. I mean, we have to discount that so then we can have our next first lesbian. Like, yeah, like this is this yeah. is the function of this. How many first gay characters in Disney has there been now? Oh my god, just so fucking many. I don't even know anymore. I've lost count. First it was LeFou, and then it was the cop from Onward. You know I still haven't seen that. It's good. Onward was the last movie we all saw together before uh, COVID. Really? I think it was also probably like the last movie I thought Chris Pratt was likable. That's fair. Before like the the Prattening happened. God. (laughs) The Prattening. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Every time I want to die. Just every time. <laughs> He's like, man, I've been working on this voice for months. And I'm like, like, <laughs> you've been working on it for... Hold on. It like, hold, it, on. It, it's, hold on. How old is he? Hold on, we're about to find out. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> it's, and it's just him talking in a slightly lower register. Well, supposedly there's a hint of an accent in there. I don't know. I, it's <laughs> subtle. Uh, apparently, he's been working on this for forty-three fucking years. Oh man! But man, I say that because that's just like actual voice, and it's still shit. Oh yeah, it's awful. It's tragic. Uh, but uh, what we're talking about earlier leads me to a, a point I had. Uh, speaking of gays and Disney, 
Uh, I'm I'm a little afraid I might be becoming or on a slippery slope to Disney gays because I over the last few months I've been on down on theme park YouTube. Okay. So I, there, there's this one I'm there's, there's this one like theme park gay. He lives in Japan, and he's like always in like Universal Studios Japan, Hello Kitty Land, uh, Sanrio Land, like all these big like cutesy ootsy like theme parks, and like it's really interesting to see like all the different like like snacks they have in Disney, yeah. like super cool snacks. Like I love his video where he went to Universal Studios Japan and did a taste test. That sounds like fun. It's super cool. But then I started getting like deeper and deeper into the theme park. I was like, "Oh wow, new Chip and Dale merch at Disney Disney Sea or whatever the fuck they call it, Tokyo Disney Sea, whatever crazy bullshit." And then I was like, "Oh wait, I I feel like there's a change happening. Maybe I should be more afraid." So not just a Disney gay, but like theme park Disney, like Disney bounding, like. That kind of culture. I, 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 Pat, I hate to tell you this is an intervention. We're going to have to stop this now. And, but the thing is, like, J- Japanese theme park merch is so much better than anything we could buy in America. That, that, I mean, that's true. That, that's they true. maybe want to buy a Minion toy for their first time because the part of their Universal Studios Halloween was like, Wow, there's like actual thought put into this shit. See, I'm less concerned about the Disney and more concerned about the Minion. I will show you the Minion merch. No, no. It's like wow, they're clever. Mm-mm. Well, apparently, reason why a friend of ours uh, let me know reason why merch in Japan on these theme parks are so much better than everybody else in the world because Disney theme parks and other sort of like parts in that oeuvre are not overseen by D- Disney's like. Eye of Sauron. Yeah. Because, like, apparently Japan wanted Disney theme parks for so long, but just never got it. So they literally told Disney, we will pay you to build Disney in Japan, and and we'll run it. And they're just like, okay. And they do. And so, like, all of their stuff is, like, privately organized and overseen. I know their Halloween stuff is insane. Like, some of the stuff they're allowed to do, you would never see in America. Yeah, there's just like like little Snoopies and like Mickeys and like like, like ghosts and like little zombie patches. I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Like, their Halloween and uh, Universal Studios. It's like you have like zombies and monsters, but like the I guess the master of ceremonies is like this zombie teddy bear, and like their yeah their theme park shows are, are pretty cool actually. They really are. But I think the the turning point for me is like maybe I need to take a step back. It was that I saw uh, like a video for the Halloween parade in Disneyland Paris, and has like all the little like Halloween people coming out, and then like the the haunted mansion like skeleton guy came out. It's like wow, he's kind of hot, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, that's a different type of intervention. That's not like a Disney thing. That's just what it's like. I feel so so bizarre. Why do men in skeleton makeup look so more, more, more like slutty? I mean, it's a thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, hold on. I, I was watching the video. Then, like, he walks out of the haunted mansion, like corral, and it's like, mm-hmm. man, why do I feel attracted yeah. to him? And I don't. I feel like he's just a dude in skeleton makeup. He's all right. I'm just like I need I need to take a break, and I have. 
I'm, I'm, I'm disengaging. <laughs> disengaging from Disney theme park YouTube. I, I, have to, I have to put my brain worms on to something else. I'm going to make your Disney theme park thing a little worse, though. Uh-oh. Have you followed? There are a bunch of channels that do, like, the history of, like, the American rides and... It's not Defunct Land, but it's something else. I know that's Defunct Land. Defunct Land's like huge. Yeah. But there is another one, and I forget what the channel's called, but I was on there for like weeks. And it talks about like all these different parts of the park that are no longer in operation or have been refurbished in some way. Yeah. And like the history there, they get like a lot of like old urban explorer like footage of like people who broke in <laughs> and you get some really cool stuff and i fell down that rabbit hole for like months it's cool if i can find the channel i will send it to you because it's it's fun that does sound cool and it seems really bizarre that like like there's this level of like like i don't know like ancient italy they're just building on top of of pre-existing structures i wish we could be around for when future people or aliens or whatever's left on this planet once it's half nuked what they find like in the rubble of disney parks has to be terrifying yeah like just just with the level of like historical like distance that we have from like ancient egypt they're just like digging out the sands of like the the barren earth and it's like what was the structure why why did they worship this mouse and yeah. like like Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy are just like the pantheon <laughs> that they worship them as gods. That, that oh, and it just turns into ancient aliens. <laughs> <laughs> they were visited by the gray people. Technology. I hate it. There's going to be a whole cult of the mouse, and I'm not going to be here to witness it, and it saddens me. I mean, the cult of the mouse already exists. That's true. I mean, there are people who actively petition to live in Disney neighborhoods, like the neighborhoods on the Disney theme parks. Yeah. Which Which sounds like... Psychotic. Stepford Wives, but with Mickey Mouse ears. I mean, that's what Walt was trying to build with Epcot. Essentially. Like, he, he wanted his own, like, little technocratic state that he could control without oversight of the U.S. government. It was really fucked up. Walt Disney was a fucked up dude. Uh, yeah, he was. I just hope that his his frozen head is n- never finds the mechanical super body they built for him. It, 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 it's like, Can you imagine all the anti-Semitic slurs that thing's going <laughs> to spew out? Like, it's just going to be a battle between Walt and Kanye at this point. Mm, There's a third contender there because you were forgetting Mel Gibson. Oh! (laughs) God, he's the fucking surprise entrant to this battle royal. Like, he he, he comes in with the steel chair. (laughs) Mel Gibson with the RKO out of nowhere. He just comes out from under the ring, hits fucking Kanye with a stunner. I still think Kanye would take them all. Kanye's really? winning that. Kanye's winning that fight. I don't think so. Just okay in terms of just sheer bigotry. I mean, I guess, but like, see, also this man is also like loves teddy bears and shit. I mean, well, here's the thing though: Mel Gibson has enough like self awareness to know that he's not going to totally fuck his career. He'll go underground. He'll come back. It'll be fine. He'll stop. Kanye has no off switch. 
Kanye's just that mentally ill because Mel's Mel, much. Mel Gibson is on his his round too. So he knows not to fuck up too much again. It's like <laughs> selective fucking up. Because like, because like Mel Gibson already knows that he can't have Robert Downey Jr. and oh, oh god, damn, what was her name? Uh, lesbian. <laughs> that didn't narrow it down as much as it should have. Um, uh, Jodie Foster. Jo- yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> they, they went to bat for him for a, quite a while. They did. It's just of all the hints you could have given me, just shouting lesbian was not going to get me I to thought Jody that Foster. would be obvious enough. <laughs> it should have been. There, there are a lot of lesbians in Hollywood, though. There are just a lot of lesbians, period. What? And the world me, is me better included. for it. Agreed. Yeah, in case you didn't realize, this is going to be the queer episode of All You Can Hear. Yeah. Hey, All You Can Hear, All You Can Queer, am I right? Hell yeah. Yup. God. <laughs> so where do we go from here? Well, I, I do have a, I do have a few notes. Uh, let's see, we did Disney gay. We did... Uh, uh, let's just make it gayer. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, gay fixations... Uh, Megan, the upcoming movie by James Wan. Let me tell you, the, the gays love Megan. I mean, she looks like an Olsen and she does TikTok dances. I'm here for I it. Do, I, I, whatever math, magic, movie mayhem they're doing, that was like the force Olsen daughter. They, they pulled out of the closet and it's like, oh, you're finally free. You can, you can ditterbug on TV and like haunt this weird family. <laughs> Like I, I feel like that, like Hollywood is slowly then like plucking hairs out of all the Olsen kids to make this like chimera creature. It's, it's, Megan looks like if they, you just face morphed all three Olsen girls together. Yeah, she does. It, it's really uncanny, but <laughs> I can't tell you how gagged I was when that bitch starts dancing in the middle of this horror trailer. <laughs> It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And like, and just like, just to, how much the gay community has just eaten up and going to bat for this bitch. It's like, yes, it's like she ate. <laughs> and like, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a joke going around recently. It's like, finally, there'll be a new meaning to, when people say, where were you on January 6th? Because that's when the making comes out next no. year. <laughs> that is atrocious. I think the part in the trailer that got me is just when she gets down on all fours and starts chasing that <laughs> she kid. like a fucking dog. <laughs> that is the part that had me howling. Like, I don't know what this movie's going to be, but I'm here for it. I mean, hey, she went feral, and so, so the, the gays are going feral, too. <laughs> God, this fucking movie. James Wan might need to be stopped. Just a little. I mean, he's like, if I, I, I fucking blew people's wigs off with Malignant last year. I need to come... <laughs> for their collective wigs again. I still have to see it. I still have not seen Malignant. And we have to change that because agreed. Yeah, I'm so curious. That that's gonna be fun. I am, I am a little afraid that it might be a little hype overdose at this point. I, but yeah. I th- I still think there's gonna be some fun to be had. But that's that. fair. Honestly, somehow, and I don't know how. I know nothing about that movie. I don't even know if I've ever watched a trailer. Honestly, so I have no uh, idea what the hell the movie's good. about. So it, you're you're in prime. But, position to watch the movie obviously you know like it gets it gets crazy but yeah. you don't know to what extent so 
I, I mean, I know that movie is controversial for some people just because, like, either they kind of got oversold on the promise or it just wasn't their bag, which, you know, fair, very fair. There's, there's a lot of stuff in it that may not be super... I mean, nothing, like, objectionable, like, problematic. Just, like, okay. what type of movie it is, it's just not for them. Gotcha. But, like, we had a fucking hate. I remember watching it by myself, and I was hollering. Yeah, and then we watched it all as a family, and it was... God, that movie was a fucking experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch it eventually. Uh, we, we we definitely need to just watch it together so we can just be like sit and watch you watch <laughs> it to see how you react. I'm down. It sounds like fun. Uh, but speaking of of group watches, we watched the first episode of uh, Boulay Brothers Dragula Titans not too long ago. That was a little bit before Halloween, and that was a fucking hoot, too. That was awesome. And and uh, that was your first time watching any of Dragula, right, Ash? Second. Second? Second, because we watched that one episode one night, and then that. So that was really, like, my major introduction. Okay. Because uh, we talked about it before on, on the show, but mm-hmm. the Bully Brothers Dragula is a drag competition show but with the direction of it is a horror themed competition like all the queens in there they're a bunch of spooky bitches ooky spooky gross and gags and like the level of artistry is like incredible and this is their essentially their all-star season titans is and they have 10 returning queens from the past four seasons of the show they all come coming back to compete for a hundred thousand dollars and like they're just right at the gate coming for the throat of every single bitch in this company, just like being an already high amount of shade and like sniping is present on the show, even more so for Titans. Like, I feel like it does. It didn't like no other season has started off like this fucking spicy. Because they're just like immediately like just being as catty and as shady as possible. God. Yeah. And I would say for someone who's sort of new to this, like who were some of your like standouts from this from that first episode of the Titans? Um, I am terrible with names, so y'all are gonna have to help me here. I know I liked Eva. Eva's destruction. She's from season three. And who's the cute one in the love triangle? <laughs> Uh, oh, Hoso. Hoso, yeah. Oh, Hoso was our favorite from. Hoso's se- fucking amazing. From season mm-hmm. four, she she's from uh, South Korea, and she's has a really cool, like monstrous look. I love how she paints her face. It's just yeah. like, like this uncanny, but still very like, uh, like aesthetically interesting, like doll almost. She's super talented, and um, and just and just like the 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 Bermuda Triangle between her. Astralia, a fellow season four contestant and a season two contestant, Abora. So messy. That whole thing was just so messy. And 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 just like how like two two of them are in love, and one person's like kind of pining for for the other, and it's like a level of personal feelings are involved in this. That seems like this seems a, a lot for a reality show. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, yeah. I, also, I, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Miss Coco Kane. Oh yeah, and her amazing set. <laughs> it's like she, the, the things were thanking when Miss Coco walked in. I mean, <laughs> I'm jealous because like gravity has an effect on mine. Hers are purchased, and therefore they're they're up there. Yeah, like just like 
double Z tits <laughs> padded to the gods. Like this bitch has like like hips to like Mars. They are fully weaponized, and she knows how to use them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, hold on. Like, look at like <laughs> look at this. Come Holy on, it's shit. crazy. Yeah. And then like when they were going for like their elimination to vote off the queen they thought was the weak. Like she literally had to set her titties on the table and then like she had like these acrylics that are like seventeen inches long and like dipping them in the ink well to write the name. Her writing with her nails had me dying. That is by far the funniest thing I've ever seen. And Joe and I w- watched episode two with Eli the other day and it, the, the drama only continues and just like and the boules are like even spicier this season it's just like i think the girls that do too got to have a job this time well, well granted that second episode there were some rough fucking looks i mean there are some really good ones but then like there's some that like that's, that's a little boo-boo gotcha how's the challenge for that episode because i know that first one i'm like i can't watch this with them bobbing in blood yeah because the, the gag of the season there they don't have like oh, oh, oh. exterminations like they did the previous season just basically before each thematic challenge of the episode they have to go to like this like gross like endurance challenge and, and each of uh, the girls had to bob for 10 apples in a bucket of blood and like other like meat this probably like fake blood but real guts in it but still like because literally they're still fully like dragged with like wigs and just dunking their heads in blood and what, what was it Kendra or it Co- was Kendra, Kendra just, just snatched the wig off and she's like I'm ready to go <laughs> man I, I, I love Ken- even though I'm not the biggest fan of her looks I just love her presence on the show she's so funny like she's like she she gives good TV yeah definitely like, like, like who was she like dunking on and was like clapping at uh, was it Victoria or Yavska? I think it was Yavska who got I that, that little gremlin creature I do not like. Was not a fan. A Teletubby in a toilet bowl, they call it. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> call that bitch a Teletubby in a toilet bowl. I'm like, accurate. It's the most accurate thing I've ever heard. Because she's just like this, like, Yavska is from, as a, as a, from season three. Mm-hmm. And she's just like this little, like, chipmunk face little shit. And just, like, always sick in her nose where it doesn't belong. And, like, ugh. I still maintain that my comparison is the best comparison. <laughs> and <laughs> explain, please. <laughs> okay. It's, I don't even know why I thought of this, but she looks exactly like Bulby from Jimmy Neutron, the little foreign kid. And slap, slap, slap. I, clap, clap, clap. <laughs> It just, it took me, God, how long did it take me before I could figure out, like, one, what show it was, and two, what the character's name was? Because this was a struggle. Because, like, because you had, you had a very specific moment you're bringing up. It was like, okay, this person. But then, like, you went diving on, like, Wikipedia, and it's like, of all the fucking people to pull out of the... And this is at work, like, right after lunch, and my brain was just like, let's make this weird-ass comparison. It just, like, <laughs> I don't, it's... It's accurate. It, it's very accurate, it, but the level of specificity is, like, incredible. scaffold <laughs> even. But to your uh, earlier question, getting back to that, the, 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 the challenge in episode two, because it's, the, to the theme of the episode was witch looks. Okay. So there, the, the, the challenge was... 
burn the witch. So they each had to go through a, a ever-increasing in, uh, intensity of spicy foods. Okay. So it's just like, here's a pepper... Uh, how, there's some wild shit. Like here's here's like a jalapeno, but it's filled with like habanero like puree. Jesus. And yeah. like, oh, I mean, and, and like by the end of it, they were eating whole ghost peppers. And like some shit called Pepper X. Pepper X. I, <laughs> what I, the fuck? Don't know what the fuck Pepper X was, but like the two queens at the end were like th- they had ran out. Holy shit! And they were like. Well, fuck, I guess just do them all at once until someone gives up. No. And, like, literally one queen is like, like, goops, like, pukes in her hand, sticks it back in their mouth and keeps going. Holy sh- no. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. No. Yeah, like, man, it's... And I will say, even though that queen who who spit up one, they could have picked anybody else to to give, like, the, the detriment to... She was just, uh, I, yeah. Erica was just being petty, and I honestly, I completely understand why. But like, if you're thinking strategically, you should have went after one of the other queens, like Victoria James Black. Yes, because like, uh, because like the, the the whoever won got to choose one queen that they could not wear a wig, a hat, or a headpiece for their floor show. Ooh, which like for some of the girls, like obviously they. You know they're styled in in, in wiggetry, yeah. and so, or like it, it'd be it'd be hard for them to compensate if they're not like you know good at thinking on their feet and coming up with a new plan for their drag. But then like Erica's just like it's you, bitch, you take it. And then like the bitch that she cursed with the challenge, it honestly had no effect Spoil on. Spoil it. Who, honestly- she, who, she, who did she do it to? Abora came well, back. Abora really? came back. Really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, so Abora went home, and then, like, they're all just, like, chilling, and then she just walks through the door as they're talking about her. She's like, hi. Oh, I'm dear back. God. And, and, like... So the love triangle continues. For fuck's sake. And, like, there, there's a fucking bit with Hoso at the end. Like, fucking funny, shady shit. Because like a- after the floor show and then like different ones like get their critiques and like who's like who was in the bottom or whatever, they're talking about like you know, because uh, Abora's back because in the first episode they said like you know they all chose to vote Abora off. You yeah. Know, whoever whoever got the most votes up of the bottom two, one would get sent home. Mm. And they're all talking about well I voted for them I voted for her and then Abora finds one stray vote left over that had Yavska on it. And they're like, well, who voted for Yavska because she wasn't even up for elimination? And then there's just a moment where a close-up on Hoso, she's like laughing, ha-ha, winks to the camera. And it's like, <laughs> you fucking bitch. So I definitely remember seeing her write it in the first episode, and I was like, wow. Huh. That's definitely going to be a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. And so, like, we're having a heat with... Um, Dragon, I definitely hope we get to watch more of it together because, like, just just listen to all like all of us like have our little remarks throughout. The is a great communal watching experience, yes, especially with this house. God, yeah. I still want to know what Pepper X is. It it has to be some weird diabolical science. Like they genetically Jurassic Park this fucking pepper to be as spicy as possible. It's nothing, and some snack called scorpion peanuts. 
Yeah, like what the fuck is what? scorpion peanuts? Uh uh-uh. uh. That sounds like it's a peanut coated in like chocolate pepper than like trucker medication, <laughs> like trucker like. Uh, oh, so crystal meth. Yeah. And something I didn't clock the first episode, but the the new like sexy dude next to Israel, mm-hmm. he's actually his name is Ken X Y. He is the runner up of the Go-Go Boy competition show that happened earlier this year. A question. Does he have a belly button? (laughs) I'm more upset that that was also my question. No, I thought that too, because that goddamn (laughs) show from ABC Family, uh, Kyle XY. Where where the whole bit was, he doesn't have a belly button. I mean, he was an alien, but he didn't have a belly button. Or was he a clone? He was was an alien. I think he was an alien. Or was he an alien clone? I think... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't either. I just remember all the ads. I remember seeing all the ads and seeing the ads and thinking, wow, that is fucking stupid. I mean, because it's it's like, you know, back in the day when the ABC family just had a bunch of teen drama direct. Like, before the CW became what it was, I don't need to... Know if the CW was still like, it might have still been the WB at that point. Nah, it was already CW. Uh, but uh, hold on, let me find a picture of the guy. This is, this is Ken X Y. Okay. I mean, because because he was like the little because he does he, indeed have a belly button. He does have a belly button. He's not a clone that we know. It may require some further investigative journalism. I am now <laughs> scrolling his Instagram. <laughs> The uh, truth is out there. Uh, because, like, I guess, like, because he was, like, the, the little, the dude who's, like, gave out the challenge in episode two. And it's like, oh, fuck, it's him. And I was like, I forgot how fucking fine he was. <laughs> I mean, you are not wrong. So, uh, yeah, if if you have a Shutter account or AMC Plus account, check out Dragula. Like, that had the whole series and Titans now. It's a fucking hit. Oh, uh, I, I think someone who's probably going to petition to be on the next season of Dragula, in, in case you haven't seen already, it's Heidi Klum, who's known for throwing big-ass Halloween parties in Hollywood. Rumor has it's among some of the best, but this bitch went all out, and she was a goddamn worm, <laughs> head-to-foot worm for Halloween. And I don't she, I don't know, she kind of ate... I, I, honestly, she looked like that was her real form. Like, she shed her skin. <laughs> you know, you hear about lizard people and reptile people. I honestly think it's worm people. You're not wrong. I mean, whoever... <laughs> Heidi Klum, worm person, confirmed. I mean, who, whoever was her makeup artist, like, she's in completely enclosed in this giant worm. It's just her fucking face not peeking out of a hole. Like, it's like her eyeballs in her mouth are like, hey, what's happening? I'm Heidi Klum. Like, giving, like, red carpet talking head, but then, like, she's in a fucking worm outfit. Have you seen the pictures of her just, like, laying on her side? <laughs> yeah. like, this shit kills me. <laughs> just laying on the... like, I'm a worm. <laughs> Just there's a post that I actually saw online and I don't know if I'll ever be able to find it again, but they released like the original concept art and whoever worked on the costume was like, 
I originally thought she meant like sexy and a worm. So it's like this kind of he's like it kind of resembles inflatable fetish wearers, how he worded it. Yeah. And then she came back and she was like, no, I want to be a fucking worm, like no. a literal <laughs> worm. She's like, no, she's I- like, I want to return to worm. <laughs> God damn it. She's just like, I don't want tits. I don't want pussy. I want worm. Yeah, because he had like full like inflated tits on her, like separated and lifted. And she was like, no, no, none of this sexy shit. I just want to be a grub. Which, like, I appreciate the fuck off. Just give me goopy, gloppy worm. It's so creepy. But I, but what gave me so much life Monday morning, when I showed that video of Heidi Klum worm to Joe, she had a physical reaction. I did. I threw the phone. <laughs> I did not like that. Like, she, my fight or flight kicked in. She was flapping. Like, goddamn, she was, she's like, Mama, I don't like that. And yet... Your next thought was to share that immediately upon me getting out my car at work. Yeah, yeah. Like the first words out of your mouth are, have you seen Heidi Clue? Yeah, that's what I got greeted with on Monday morning. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Love you. <laughs> like we're, di- we're, just sharing, we're just sharing our brain worms and... Uh, but but on Heidi Klum's uh, Halloween party, did y'all see a not yai as Blade? Yes, yes. How she looks fuck- incredible. How f- I, I fucking love. How that. fucking fierce is she? She M- looks amazing. Over We're recasting Blade. I mean, like I, I don't give a shit if if we did gender bent Blade and we we hired this girl uh, day She's one super pre- hot pre order. I'm just saying she looks like she could ice skate uphill. Yes. I mean, I'm not convinced there aren't actual blades on those shoes. Like, those are. I mean, for real. I love it. I mean, God, she is so fierce. Did you see Janelle Monet's costume? Uh, she was. The diva from the Fifth Element? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, she looked fucking incredible. I mean, like, the dolls came out in Halloween this year. Kiki Palmer was rogue. She looked incredible. Oh, yes. Um, Cardi B was Marge Simpson. Lizzo was Marge Simpson. No, I, well, they might unless have been. they both did, yeah. Because I know Lizzo did a photo shoot. I haven't seen Cardi's. Oh God damn, girl, she looks good. Like that is so good. Was that Janelle? Mm-hmm. She always goes above and beyond with her costumes. Have you ever seen her as the Grinch? Uh, I'm about to. Please Let's... do, because it's incredibly well done. I'm showing Ash Cardi damn, B. Cardi. Cardi B is just like. <laughs> it's kind of like. Oh yeah. It's like Marge Simpson meets like Fran Drescher yeah. with the outfit. Like there's like nanny vibes. I I'm mean, here for it though. I mean, like she looks great. Like she, she has like fantastic. like a like a lime green like bodice. She got hips out, bodied out, and then uh, look up the Lizzo one though. <laughs> I'm seeing the Grinch right now, <laughs> and then um, Megan Thee Stallion was Mirko from My Hero Academia. She looks incredible. Yes. I mean, she just I, looks incredible. Period. I 100 percent support this. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's like. Damn. I mean, I don't know if you know two things about My Hero Academia, but Mirko is like a top 10 character. I know nothing. I know that costume is legit. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Lizzo Martinson's definitely more of a bit. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Side by side. <laughs> side by side. Of- Lizzo fucking killed it. <laughs> I have to say, yeah. Lizzo wins this this round. Yep, one of my favorite things. But, but because she's kind of because like her doing like the crumping March Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say is my favorite thing. 
Man, like, let me tell you, the, the, the thumbnail for this episode is going to be the hottest spot. <laughs> it's going to have Worm, Blade, Bard Simpson, Mirko, the Boulets. Squeeze Janelle Monet in there somewhere, please. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Insanity. Oh, and how can, and if we're going to talk about hot, sexy monster bitches, how can we not talk about Gigan's mom? Oh, we got we got to talk about Gigan's mom. I need the context here. Okay, so uh, Gigan is uh, a, a well-known Godzilla monster. If you if you if you we'll, we'll, uh, let's show her what Gigan looks like before we show Gigan's mom, because Gigan uh, is a classic Godzilla foe. Kind of looks like this uh, avian-like creature with hook blade arms, like a buzzsaw in its belly. Okay, it's like a cyborg-like. A space alien. Find a good picture. Uh, classic Gigan first, and then we'll show him BDSM Gigan. This one. This is already escalating yeah. quickly. So okay, this okay. this here is classic Gigan from the early Godzilla movies. Okay. And then right down here, this is Gigan. This is hot, sexy Gigan from Godzilla: Final Wars. BDSM kinky Gigan. Okay. Now, to Gigan's hot, sexy, cunty mother, is that there is a YouTube puppet show because it has like these little puppets of like and it have like little like comedic bits with Godzilla and his like you know Rhodes gallery okay and they made up some new characters where they have Gigan you know going around but also introduce his mother and father and fucking Gigan's mom's got it going on <laughs> I am afraid that uh, yep okay and we're showing Ash here a picture of Gigan's father and that's his mother and she's giving, like, H.R. Geiger realness. Why the titties, though? I, just Geigen's hot, sexy, kinky mother. And the, I, I love... Dump truck I was going to say, she's got the boobs, and then she's definitely got the Pixar hips. <laughs> and I love this, this art by Matt Frank, noted kaiju artist. Like, just, like, giving full body. Why does the monster have a BBL? You tell me that's not like a pandemic flew overseas <laughs> to get her BBL look. Like she's snatched for no fucking reason. <laughs> There's a waist trainer and a surgeon involved. Jesus Christ, you're not wrong. You're welcome. God damn. I love how she's got the fucking buzz saw on her, her pussy. Cooch, yeah. Cooch saw. <laughs> the sequel to teeth that no one asked for. <laughs> for real. God damn. I- I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh yeah, they they also showed um King Caesar's mom, but obviously she's she's boo boo by comparison. But man, you know what? I I, I think the monster hunters, monster fuckers, are eating good now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I feel as though we've given the monster fuckers too much power. I feel like there's a shift in pop culture that makes me really nervous. <laughs> They're just like, hey, I, I feel like monster fucking becoming mainstream. I mean, it's pretty much it's pretty close. I mean, it's like finally, because like I mean, Shape of Water did win Best Picture. This is true. We, we, there, there's some monster fuckers on the uh, Academy board. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. And you know, I say that. about goddamn time. Is that what you're saying? Is that is that really where oh, we're going it, with the monster I'll, fucking? Oh, I'm sorry. It's 2022. Why are we clutching our pearls over monster fucking? So are you telling me you're having a monster fucking phase and a Disney phase simultaneously? <laughs> hey, I contain <laughs> multitudes. Let's go some weird places. 
Pat's really into the bees. Oh, Jesus. As, as, as oh, I, I, okay, show. wait. Uh, excuse me. I'm Let's not, talk I, about the bees. I'm not a basic bitch. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's oh, like... He, he's, Nope, you gotta say <laughs> Finish that thought. <laughs> Finish. We need to know. I, I was gonna say he was really into Cusco's llama form. Uh, that's like monster fucking. That's I mean, just unfortunate. I, I mean, I mean it, that thing is an unfortunate monster. I do, well, I will say uh, there's, a, there's a surprising amount of monster fuckers on my timeline. There's one person who's very, very into Sully from Monsters, Inc. I lack words, <laughs> but but like the the weird fucked up disease part of my brain is like, you know, not my thing, but I get it. I I mean, I see how we got there. Yeah, but it's like it's like I can I can see how someone would find Sully from Monsters Inc. attractive. Yeah, just like just like a big body, and I'm sure like John Goodman's kind of like deep voice is probably appealing to. I guess. I guess. All right. Okay. Well, who's your monster fucker crush? I mean, no, see, I'm basic because, like, I like vampire shit, so it's just, like, I do more, like, the humanoid monsters, the ones who aren't completely hairy. <laughs> it's like, on the sliding, on, like, the the quadratic spectrum of monsters, you have, like, the, the humanoid and you have, like, fully formed monster. Yeah, no, I'm basic. I'm definitely on, like, the humanoid end. I don't watch a lot of stuff with monsters. Or read a lot of stuff with monsters, so it's just it's also a lack of exposure. We, we just have to find the right, oh, monster, right that, monster for you. Is, is that how this works? <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're we're gonna it's like the ink blot test. We're gonna just show you pictures of goopy monsters until you feel like a tingle somewhere, and it's just <laughs> like, oh, there it is. I've discovered something about myself. I am not in the market for any new kinks, so we're not <laughs> unlocking shit. No. <laughs> nope. It's like all my inventory slots are full. Pretty much. <laughs> we got to move some stuff around before we throw anything else in there. We got to downsize. It's, it's like a Pokemon. I can only learn four moves. You got to forget one. Uh, exactly. I've got a few slots. They're all full. I'm comfortable with where we are right now. Or, or, or like in, what is it, um, Skyrim, you get... You have like a five hundred pieces of, of like item, but then you get one more. You just stop moving until you take out that one that one over the like one little brick, and then all of a sudden you run like fucking Superman. <laughs> I yeah no I'm I'm not no we're not venturing there at this time. I'm sorry, my slots are full. I'm I'm good. Okay, all right. We'll 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 we'll, we'll put a pan in that for now. Uh, I don't like the for now. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Very ominous for now. A little bit. Uh, the, uh, foreboding dark cloud on the horizon <laughs> line. Um, I guess the last little bit of news that we'll be talking about is since this is the Cinema Grimoire cast, we should probably talk a little bit about what you can expect from the next episode of Cinema Grimoire. And if you would, Ash, let us know what is the next movie that will be up for discussion. We are going to be talking about The Craft. The Craft. So good. And I know y'all uh, actually watched that pretty recently, and I still need to do that before we uh, record that episode. And, and just, just a little sneak preview for the audience. Like, what can we expect from The Craft discussion? Um, Witches. Witches. A lot of talk about how teenage girls are psychotic. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of that. A lot of that. Um, a lot of discussion about Skeet Ulrich playing a creep through the entirety of the 90s. 
and the fact that his name is Skeet. <laughs> the fact that and his that, name that's is That's his also professional Skeet. name. That's not his given name. What is his given name? We will find out. We are on the case, Mr. <laughs> Skeet, if that's your real fucking name. Wasn't he also in Riverdale? He, he, was, he was Jughead's dad. Oh, God. Because there was a whole thing where people were like, Jughead's dad is kind of hot. And then when I saw who it was, I'm like, is that fucking Skeet Ulrich? What the I, hell? I mean, he, there's, there's literally an episode where he references his entrance and screen where he climbs into a window. Holy shit. Okay, <clears throat> so hear me out. Uh, his real name, born Brian Ray Trout. Jesus Christ. So it's, so it's either your fish or your cum. That name has a banjo attached to it. There's just like <laughs> guess where guess where he's from. Where is he from? I'm gonna go with something like Arkansas. No, not quite. Damn, where's he from? Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, there's a banjo attached. <laughs> Literally, his top three uh, things on Google: Scream, The Craft, Riverdale. I mean, yeah, that's it. We've covered all our ground. <laughs> It's like, I don't know, he was, b- back when the River Riverdale had parents and it before it, it ballooned into a, a being beyond mortal comprehension, <laughs> it, like, he was part of the hot dad squad. The fact that there's a hot dad squad is kind of weird. I mean, well, obviously I have a different, I have my favorite hot dad is, is that position belongs to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Who does it belong to, Pat? Come on. God damn, I forgot his name. Hold on, banter. <laughs> he better be actually hot. I, my brain is literally just a flat line right now. I'm going to be so disappointed if he's not, like, the right level of dad hot. Hold on. I have to go about this a backwards way. <laughs> the anticipation is killing me. They're, I'm fucking stupid. I couldn't remember his goddamn name. Who we got? See, like, my favorite heart dad was Mark Consuelos. Okay, yeah. No, he was, like, a soap opera star. Like, he's, like, soap opera hot. So, like, I go, oh, oh, he, he he's out, out by default. No, I mean, like, that's fine. But it's also, like, nah. I don't know if I would say, like, dad hot. Okay, there's Skeet Ulrich, um, uh, Luke Perry, R.I.P. Oh, Luke Perry. Uh, the guy, uh... The, I can't remember his, the actor's name. The guy who played uh, Kevin Keller, the gay kid's dad. Curiosity has the better of me. Kevin, Ke- Kevin Keller, dad, Riverdale. Why were there nothing but hot dads on this show? I mean, there's some hot moms, too. See, uh, this is Kevin Keller's dad. Damn. I mean, yeah. Actually, Amick was on Riverdale. That I did now. She's Betty's mom. Really? Yeah. I can see that. She's the only parent that's still on the show. Everybody else <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> and oh, um, goddamn, who who played um Josie's mom? Sierra McCoy. Let's see, played by Robin Givens. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a throwback. And um, Molly Ringwald was Archie's mom. Aww. <laughs> and uh, I forget who plays Veronica's mom, but she's on the Real Housewives now. Yikes. And th- and they reference that on the show. Marisol Nichols. I don't know who that is. Okay. See, and plus, like, I, I think, like, most of the parents were, like, 90s stars. Mm-hmm. There's actually a really fun episode later on in this in the series where all the, the Riverdale, like, youth 
actors play their parents in the 90s. That's cute. And, and it's and it's really cool. Yeah, coming soon, Pat Talks Riverdale. God, that show's insane. I, I've heard nothing but how butt-fuck-wild it is. I smoked JoJo's brain trying to explain one plot line in that goddamn show. I have a friend online who gives me recaps periodically, and it's the craziest They have fucking superpowers heard. now. They're into the multiverse. I know Sabrina was there for a while, right? Yeah, she came in in the, the this previous season where there's... We're, we're it officially, literally, has completely separated from reality. I have a question. Yes. How did they do the whole Sabrina thing? Like, did you watch Sabrina? Uh, I I watched it for a bit, but I didn't finish it. Okay. Do you care about spoilers? I mean, I know she dies. I mean, no, there's no fucking air quotes. Like, she's dead. Like, that's it. It ends with her dead. I I think she just comes back. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I I spent a minute. I don't know how they wibbly wobbly her back i think she just I mean, comes back she's like the daughter of satan she can fucking do what she yeah, wants she, they they had a you know they had a phoenix down they brought her back and then like there's some i don't know there's like some dark magic they were like they're trying to like sacrifice archie on the cross to like summon satan and then like there's like a split where like they in the time space continuum where they get like superpowers and then there's another like thing where they stop the bad thing but then they're all thrown back in time so this final season of Riverdale they're all in the 50s like the original comic was I don't know how I feel about that part uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa is an insane man just a little bit (laughs) having gotten through all of Sabrina God help me um, yeah that man's insane Last season of Sabrina was legit, though. Yeah. They have an episode where they actually reference, like, the 90s show. Oh, like, really? She ends up, like, trapped within the set. And they're all having to, like, they're being forced to read their lines. And it turns out they're being held hostage by, like, a demon. But the demon is Salem. But the puppet, Salem. <laughs> and it's, like, it's a whole thing. Bitch, you better work. But it's like, it gets really weird and really uncanny. And like, it goes to some absolutely bizarre places. And it's the most fun of the season. Okay, maybe I gotta get back because it's a You gotta watch last season. Last season is so much fun. Okay, okay. I think I I I can uh, get on board for that. And I gotta watch. It's horrible, though. I mean, I've I've heard people who enjoyed the ride of Sabrina were were none too pleased of the ending. You know what? Honestly, I couldn't even be mad because my, like, my expectations were so low. I mean, the man is crazy. It's, yeah, and it shows in that last season with her weird dad stuff. There And there are two Sabrinas. Yeah, yeah I heard there's two. Did you get th- I'm like, did you get that far? I didn't get that far, and I'm just like, there's two of them now. Yeah, there's two of them, and they just kind of eventually accept that there's two of them. I there's I, one in hell, there's one on earth, and they just, they're kind of doing their thing. Unless the Sabrina that's on Riverdale was one of the other Sabrinas. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It could be the other Sabrina. No, the other Sabrina, also gone. Okay, so, yeah. I don't know. They, they just bullshit some stuff. I mean, does it, I don't think it really matters. No, I mean, somehow also the new season of Pretty Little Liars is in the Archieverse. I don't understand that show because all of those girls looked 30 when they were supposed to be playing 15 years olds and now they're like 40 something playing like 16 year olds and I don't get it. I mean, I mean, I know that's who is a though. God, I hate that. Who is a? Who is a? 
I don't. I've never watched the damn show. I mean, like, I, I know some. I, I, an old roommate of ours was into that, and I'm just like, huh. whatever. I don't get it. <clears throat> I don't see the appeal personally, but I mean, we all, like it. We all have our our weird bullshit that everyone just sort of politely puts up with whenever we talk about. Fair. So I'm sure that's pretty little liars for somebody. Yikes. Is, is that an episode? I don't know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, thank you for listening to this. Um, this weird, gay, rambling, horny bullshit. But I think we had a good time uh, talking. Definitely. I did. Especially to, like this this nice, unholy trinity. <laughs> uh, first time of a, of a, in a banter session. But you can always look forward to more from us on the Cinema Grimoire on the new AYCH Extra feed. The process is right now to at least do one episode a month, you know, depending on how things go. And it might, we, we might bump that up to a little more, but you can definitely expect another episode very soon where we'll be discussing the craft. So keep your eyes open and ears open as well for AYCH Extra feed to be having a new episode coming your way soon. And. Just as we wrap up today, thank you all so much for listening. We had a great time. We hope we enjoyed this episode. Please go back and listen to all our other episodes that we did recently. October was our biggest month of the year. We had a whole bunch of episodes, all spooky-related, so go back and check those out. There's a lot of really good stuff. There's been a lot of, you know, big upsurge in our uh, backlogs recently, and we hope you go back to, to look at all those as well. We appreciate all the people from... From from in the state, in the country, in the world over for listening to us this year, y'all really are just like super great fans. We're just like just continuing to listen to our silly stuff. We always appreciate you when you do it. If it's your first time listening, thank you for joining us. You can follow us wherever podcasts are found on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're on Twitter and Instagram. While those two still exist, and. I, at all you can at AYC's podcast, we're on Letterboxd as well. We where we have reviews, a uh, list of all the movies we watch on this show, and that's on all you can hear. And uh, if you're listening to this episode, the week it comes out on Thursday, there's a brand new episode of Caging Greatness, where there'll be an uncaged episode where new co-host Jeremy is introducing a movie of his choice to the uh, Cage crew, and that's 2010's Rubber. Which, in case you don't know, it's about a sentient tire with psychic powers that goes on a killing spree what yep <laughs> yep and he's gonna tell us all about it <laughs> on caging greatness and you can follow me patrick on twitter instagram and letterbots john lost his name this is ash you can find me on where can you find me you can find me on twitter at blurt girl blue instagram and facebook at glam and ghoulish where i sell spooky jewelry and my name is Joe. You can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-A-B-O-I-24 and John Anderson 12 on Letterboxd. All right. I'll be talking to you very soon. Take care, be safe, and uh, have a good night. Mm-hmm.